I look like a small child who rides the bus today. Clark and this is Politics, the first and only daily conservative pop culture show founded in 2019. Haters will say it's fake, but the truth is, I just paved the way for the rats. Yes! Yes, Gaga, you look so good. Oh my god, yes! Gaga, you look beautiful. You look so beautiful. Thumbs up this episode so you don't forget. Subscribe to this channel or else it's very losery behavior. Five Orange Juicy Show today. We will be starting off with the complete embarrassing fiasco Harry and Meghan have found themselves in with this new Netflix special. Their microscopic likability has now completely vanished because they've exposed themselves as the morons that they are. An actor at Great American Family has now quit in protest of Candace Cameron Bure's comments about traditional marriage. The rumors continue to swirl that the Trump family does not like Kimberly Guilfoyle. Remember the Loudoun County rape perpetuated by the transgender student in the school bathroom? A grand jury in Virginia has now discovered it was handled even worse than we knew before. And we'll end with our feel-good story of the week with What's Good Wednesday. If you like politics or the spillover, merch is available in sizes extra small to 3X on tpusamerch.com. Don't forget the conservative on your Christmas list this year. You're gonna get a surprise. You're gonna get such a surprise. You know how at the beginning of The Crown, there's a disclaimer that says the show is fiction. That's what Netflix needs to do for this joke of a documentary releasing about Harry and Meghan. The two most recent trailers Netflix has released for the documentary, set to come out December 8th and then the 15th, are getting fact-checked like nobody's business. You see Meghan in this trailer describing how the British press completely turned on her after she married Harry. But journalists are saying she's lying through her teeth. According to Fox News, Robert Jobson, the royal editor for the London Evening Standard, challenged the trailer's use of a particular photograph of the couple from their trip to Cape Town, South Africa, which appeared to be taken from behind the couple on a balcony. Jobson said he was there when the photograph in question was taken and that the angle was an accredited position to which Harry and Meghan had agreed. It's really hard to look back on it now and go, what on earth happened? You hear that? That is the sound of hearts breaking all around the world. She's becoming a royal rock star. And then... Everything changed. There's a hierarchy of the family. You know, there's leaking, but there's also planting of stories. There was a war against Meghan to suit other people's agendas. It's about hatred. It's about race. It's a dirty game. Pain and suffering of women marrying into this institution, this feeding frenzy. I realized they're never going to protect you. I was terrified. I didn't want history to repeat itself. No one knows the full truth. We know the full truth.
Fox also reported that another image used to show Prince Harry and Meghan allegedly being hounded by paparazzi turned out to be an old photograph, get this, from the London premiere of Harry Potter, which was taken years before the couple met. Doug Seberg, a photographer for The Sun, told the outlet that there were no members of the British royal family at the Harry Potter premiere and that the cameras were instead aimed at the cast of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 2 in London. Seberg said, I remember going to the premiere. It was a huge event. Crowds and crowds of fans had turned out in the rain and camped overnight to see the actors. There were no members of the royal family there. So you're saying that Meghan and Harry decided to pitch a completely misleading documentary to try and garner sympathy and play victims? But that's like totally out of character for them. What? No way. The winter storm of controversy surrounding Queen of Christmas Candace Cameron Bure is far from over after she said she left Hallmark for Great American Family to become their chief creative officer because it was important to her that they only depicted traditional families in their movies. Another actor at Great American Family, Neil Bledsoe, has now publicly left and he says it's all because of Candace's comments. He said, you may have noticed that I've been unusually silent at a time when I should have been promoting a holiday film a film with the express purpose of bringing everyone comfort in a time of great tumult and change. But I cannot continue with business as usual. I cannot take comfort from, nor will I give refuge to, those who excuse exclusion and promote division in any way, shape, or form. Everyone is entitled to their beliefs, and these are mine. The recent comments made by leadership at Great American Family are hurtful, wrong, and reflect an ideology that prioritizes judgment over love. I was raised as a Christian and believe in the essential message of love and forgiveness. That said, I could never forgive myself for continuing my relationship with a network that actively chooses to exclude the LGBTQIA community. I think that's completely acceptable if he wants to walk away from that network because of his beliefs, just like Candace walked away from Hallmark because of hers. Americans just want options. Viewers will decide what networks end up being successful and which ones don't. Capitalism, baby. Sorry, Greta. And all you can talk about is the money. According to Page Six, rumors have been also a lot of rumors swirling. Rumors have been swirling that the Trump family doesn't like Don Jr.'s fiance, Kimberly Guilfoyle, but Eric Trump says he thinks the world of her. A source alleged that the vibe is that the family doesn't like Kimberly and that she's trying too hard to be in the family. When Page Six reached out to Eric Trump for comment, he said, I completely disagree with the narrative and happen to think the world of her. Apparently, people were whispering at a recent party that Don Jr. and Kimberly held at their house for Toys for Tots. It was DJed by Kid Rock. There were around 300 guests there, but notably not Ivanka and her husband, Jared Kushner. Now, remember a few weeks ago, I told you about how at Tiffany Trump's wedding, Ivanka posted pictures of all the Trump girls and Kimberly was there, but she like cut her out of the photo. So I think her and Jared not showing up to Kimberly's party kind of fueled these rumors further. But I don't think that is telling of any drama. It was just a Jewish holiday. My verdict is Kimberly being on the outs with the Trumps is a big nothing burger. All right, enough chit chat. Prepare to get completely irate over this story. A Virginia grand jury dealing with the case of the female Loudoun County student who was raped in the bathroom at school by a transgender classmate has found that the entire situation was mishandled even worse than we previously knew. They found that one teacher's aide warned of the transgender student's behavior days prior, but her boss rejected and dismissed her concerns, calling them transphobic. Another school employee
Perry walked into the bathroom during the rape, but did nothing. According to the Daily Wire, while awaiting trial for rape, this student was moved to another school where he abducted and assaulted another girl in a classroom. Today we learned he committed multiple offenses in between. The superintendent knew, but they just made him write this, a note that says, will not touch others, will not ask for photos to include intimate or provocative. The grand jury found that the superintendent and top aides concealed the rape from everyone, even school board members, and says it was only because of Real Daily Wire that it came to light. The Loudoun County School District cared more about coddling a rapist because he identified as trans than the safety of their female students. It's LGBTQ privilege, and these activists don't care about women. They never have. I guess that was all part of my evilness to try and trick you. Ugh, we need a feel-good story after that. Let's see what's good. What's good? An elderly couple decided to get married where they first met, wait for it, the mayonnaise aisle in the grocery store. The New York Post wrote up the story about Brenda and Dennis Delgado who found love while shopping for the creamy condiment in aisle eight at the Fry's grocery store in Casa Grande last year. So they decided to trade vows in the same place earlier this month. Brenda told the local news in Phoenix, I'm 72, he's 78 now. We don't have that many more years to do something dumb and stupid. Oh, okay, so she's a queen. Brenda was looking for a jar of Miracle Whip when her future husband approached her and made a remark about the masks they were wearing on their faces. The two immediately hit it off. Dennis said, we both had masks on, and I said to her, you know, the best thing about wearing a mask? You can just pass these people not wearing a mask and curse them out under your breath. They don't hear a word you're saying, and then they started laughing. All right, so maybe they're a little COVID crazy, but they're old, so maybe we can give them a pass. The two talked for a half hour and even continued their conversation outside of the store before exchanging phone numbers, not Snapchats, by the way. The next week, Dennis attended a service at Brenda's church. The staff of the grocery store even bought the newlyweds a custom flower arrangement complete with Miracle Whip and mayonnaise. Dennis said, you never know when you're going to walk down the condiment aisle and you're going to meet someone that you didn't know you needed in your life. All right, so who needs mayonnaise? Grocery store aisles over dating apps. It's a whole vibe. Is mayonnaise an instrument? No, Patrick, mayonnaise is not an instrument. Horseradish is not an instrument either. I will say this, at the very end of my interview with Enti on The Spillover, if you listened all the way through, which you should every week, I teased what the new episode was going to be this week, but at the last minute yesterday, we decided to switch things up, so this week will actually be different than what I hinted at, and what I originally teased will be the episode next week. Now, guess what else happened to me? Olipop DM'd me out of nowhere yesterday, said they want to send me a package. I almost freaked out. I'm very excited. I will keep you posted. They must have found out that I am their biggest fan. Thumbs up this episode. Subscribe to this channel to join our cute conservative family. Tell me your thoughts on the Loudoun County update. Are you just sick over that? Will you be watching this Harry and Meghan documentary or not? How do you feel about Neil Bledsoe and what he said and his reason for exiting Great American Family over Candace's comments? Tell everyone you know to subscribe to this channel as a Christmas gift to me. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. I'm Alex Clark, and this is Politics. And now I gotta go catch that bus. 
Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at Real Alex Clark. Love you, mean it. Bye.